Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everybody, happy Wednesday. We're finally back in studio together two weeks later. LFG. After Petey left, um, Craig is still in Paris. Yes. Um, is he in Paris now? Yeah, he's oh, that in sounds Paris. so bougie to say that. Yeah, I haven't really heard from him today, probably because he wants nothing to do with us. Yeah. But that's okay, because we are here. And thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes podcast. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah here with Petey and Sean. What's up? Nothing. I'm just glad to be back home. Yeah. I, I'm done with airports and airplanes for right now, and it's nice to get wake up in that desert heat. Walk the dog this morning. Good cup yeah, of coffee. You were sending us a lot of stuff before 8 a.m. today. Yeah, so I was were, ready to you go. Were ready to go. I'm, I'm still on Central Time Zone. I'm still <laughs> on that Dallas vibe. But no, I, I'm excited to be home. I, yeah. And I did miss coming down to the studio. So this to have some good vibes today. I'm really excited about our show today. Actually. I think it's fun. Um, so if you, we've already seen some debate in the chat about what exactly is going on. Um, so if you've seen the movie, It's a Wonderful Life, which hand up, Sean and I have not seen it. Um, Petey has. But why don't you just explain the, the well, premise of the movie see, and what it is we're doing And, and first of all, I'm so disappointed in the younger staff here at PHX <laughs> that have not seen this. Put it on your list. I know it's a Christmas movie, but put it on your list anytime. Can I just say, I feel like our generation stops, stops needs to stop being blamed for our parents not showing us things. That's fair. So blame your generation, Petey. Fair. fair. It, is, it, is, it is a remarkable movie, and it's about a man and, and Jimmy, or, Jimmy, Jimmy Stewart. She. <laughs> there it is, Charles. See, I love my Jimmy. And my, <laughs> by the way, he's one of my favorite actors of that era but jimmy stewart she he 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 things are bad for jimmy his family his life his job everything's crashing in on on jimmy jimmy stewart she and so he decides to jump off the bridge and thank god for clarence the angel swoops in saves jimmy stewart but then he got to show him what would happen if he never existed and what would happen if Jimmy Stewart and his character didn't exist? It was George Bailey, by the way, was his character. And all of the things that would have happened to all of the people that his life touched didn't happen. And then George Bailey realized, good grief, my life's actually really, really good. Things are good here. So what we decided to do is what happened when... Burke and Gluckstern moved the team from Winnipeg to Arizona. The original plan was to move it to Minneapolis. What if this team ended up moving to Minneapolis and never came to Arizona? So we're looking at Arizona's on the cliff. The Coyotes, everything's bad. Everything's really bad, and they're ready to jump off the bridge. That's how it feels, to be honest. Everybody, they're ready to jump off the bridge, and this is the angel swooping in to say, here's what would have happened 
if you never existed. So with that yeah, we, being we, said. We, let's look at the slides we did for this. With that being said. It's, Can we do our yeah, intro slides? It's a, it's a coyote's life. It's a coyote's um, life. Here we have the cover featuring me, Sean, and, and Petey in the in the Kachina. Um, so welcome to It's a Wonderful Life, yeah, Coyotes, Coyotes Edition. edition. We let's, show, let's set the scene. Set the scene. So, uh, the Coyotes are at the bridge. <laughs> Dashboard organization wonders, would it be better if I, if I never existed? <laughs> See? And so he's ready. He's, he's praying. And then there is the angel. <laughs> the angel Clarence. Mesa. He swoops in. Mesa, Arizona, swoops in and saves... Um, the Coyotes organization from the murky, freezing waters off the bridge in Pottersville. And what would happen if the Niagara existed? And this is the story of what would happen if you were in Phoenix, the town, without a hockey team. Well, PD, I think it's time to enter that alternate reality. Sean, play the, play the bells. Let's go. Let's go back. Do -do -do -do. All right. If that didn't set the scene, I don't well, know what, what should have happened there is that you and I just walked off the set and the show was <laughs> yeah, just the over. nothing. We wouldn't be here. Um, but that's not what we're going to do. Um, let's go category by category and let's start with the hockey impact, the on ice impact. impact. If the Arizona Coyotes were never in Phoenix, the greater Phoenix area, what would happen to hockey? To hockey. And I think we have to start with the most obvious one it was on our thumbnail what the heck would happen with what austin would happen matthews? with austin matthews because <laughs> as, as we know austin matthews grew up in this valley going to coyotes games watching the coyotes play his favorite player as we showed in our thumbnail today was danny briere um it inspired his life to take the path that it took he got on the ice he learned to play he was the like he was the bright star of what became arizona hockey in first overall draft pick from our community. But what happens? There's no Coyotes, no Coyote games to go to, no Danny Briere to idolize or follow in the footsteps of, no Kuchina jerseys to, hey, yeah, I want to do this. What would have happened to Austin Matthews? This was what you came up with, Petey. Um, I think he's still, he, instead of being the first overall draft pick and NHL superstar, he becomes an MLS superstar because, as <laughs> we know. Soccer's big here. Soccer's big. His mother's from Mexico, where, where soccer is very big. He's an incredible athlete. He's got drive, determination, and he's got that it factor. I think he would be an MLS star. All right. Leah? I think, I was going to say baseball. Mm. going to be the direction I go. I think similar yeah. vibes. Baseball is really big here. Um, I, I think he, he's definitely an athlete. He obviously has the drive. It's hard. It's very rare to make it to a professional sport league. Um, so give me MLB superstar. Um, but then what happens to the Toronto Maple Leafs? And, and the, yeah. there's the rabbit hole you go down. Oh, so I, have, uh, I would venture to guess they would never want a cup if Austin Matthews didn't show up. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the current future. That, <laughs> buddy, that's got nothing to do with it. Oh, sorry, Brad, for living. I know you're listening today. But, oh, man. But, but yeah, there's another rabbit hole because he wouldn't be drafted first overall because he'd be playing baseball. I would say that he would be a basketball player. Only He's 6'3", which I didn't realize. Yeah, I didn't realize at all. Um, but all, actually... Uh, is hockey considered a winter sport here? Like when did when did, when, did the, when is like the youth hockey season there? Yeah, it's it is because yeah. yeah, back it's home like you either play hockey or you play so, basketball. Yeah. So if Austin Matthews did not go first overall, Patrick Laine went second in that draft. And so, he goes to Toronto. Wow. Wow. See all the things that happen 
George Bailey? Or yeah, we are. I see. Um, that also takes Matthew Nyes out of the picture as well because he's another guy again. Who grew Toronto up here. What the hell? What's yeah, Toronto, Toronto do? The Toronto Maple Leafs are screwed. It affects the Toronto again. Maybe it, even Brad Tree Living doesn't have the experience yes! here to go on to be the Calgary GM. And yes! now today, the Toronto Toronto GM. Maple Leafs literally <laughs> cease to be an organization because the Coyotes. Well, are and I mean, here. you just think about the fact that the Coyotes aren't here and they don't take on all of this money that they take on from different organizations. Like, True! Can you like imagine? Patrick Kane, is he a ranger right now? Like, all of this, oh, this far-reaching stuff. So all of those things, because the money wouldn't be there to work. Oh, Granted, so they could have just been in Minneapolis and been the exact same poverty franchise, but, yeah, but you know. There's so know. many rabbit holes. I forgot that, that. I think that could have been the end of the Toronto Maple Leafs organization if the Coyotes don't move. Death to the original six yeah. without but, the Coyotes. But at least Toronto won't have all those losses against the Coyotes. Yeah, that's true. They'd have a better winning percentage. Yeah. That's that fair. They do struggle. Because they wouldn't get the banner. Against them. Um, there it <laughs> is. Never forget. The banner never, never would have been raised. The, the banner would never be up. And speaking of banner logo, we would never get the iconic Kachina logo. One of, also, most, one of the most iconic looks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That lineup would not have existed. Putting together one of the best lineups in the history of hockey. Yeah. Or this. <laughs> Sean DePaz is actually on fuego today. We were a little concerned about Sean DePaz producing today. He just he came a little rattled. There was storage I mean, issues. A lot happened ten minutes <laughs> we, we were rattled. Yeah, we weren't sure we were gonna have a show today, and all of a sudden he is coming up in fuego. But the Kachina logo is one of the most iconic logos, not yes. just in hockey, but I would argue in sports. In sports, it's phenomenal. Would not have existed. Nope. So all of that merchandise, it would affect all the sellers of. The what would have done to Ruigi? <laughs> what would, would Ruigi, Ruigi would have, be doing? Would right he have now? folded right now because there's no Kachina logo? Would with the fashion brand where would they go for their their winter inspiration at ruigi what would holler be up to <laughs> holler be we'd be seeing him right with the i-10 exit at 7th street sign we'll dance for food yeah. like spinning the sign like oh my gosh um yeah well let's keep talking about the hockey impact the hockey. And, and brian just brought it up actually he said mullet arena would not exist asu would still we'll be there. a club team we'll get that oh can we do that that's is that right. hockey yeah it's, i think that's oh, it's hockey. hockey so we got that one so ASU right now, obviously, Division One program, um, you know, huge rise. We talk about all the time yep. what Greg Powers took this team to be. Is ASU a D1 hockey team no. today without the Coyotes? Absolutely not. Why? Without without a doubt, it's not. Because I think what one of the things it does, it helps bring the focus of hockey into the Valley. I'm not even sure where it would be as a club sport. Um, I, I, I guess, would they be as competitive as they, they were in the club sport? I mean, U of A had club sports and well before the Coyotes came, they had their club program strong. I, I don't think there is any way this becomes a division one program in the NCAA without Coyotes hockey and the support of hockey in the Valley. I just, I don't. Yeah. And here's what you think would happen. Um, I think, yes, they, <laughs> instead of having a nationally recognized NCAA hockey program in a state of the art facility. They would have not that. Not that. <laughs> they, they, I had them outside playing hockey by a mountain for you that are listening on audio. If you're not, it's a it's a on the YouTube show. It's actually kind of I, I don't I don't think Greg Powers and that program is able to elevate to the levels that are at now without the I coyotes. I agree. Um another one, and there's so many ways you can go. If you're if by the way, if you're here in the live chat, send yeah, us throw some things some ideas. that you think. We're right now we're just on the on ice hockey side of it. Um but here's one. Does Paul Bissonnette become Ooh. biz nasty without, without the, coyotes? the Coyotes? And, and interesting because you look at a franchise that allowed him to be biz nasty at the time. And if you're in an organization, let's say, run by Lou Lamarillo, 
you're sure hell as hell no hell no you're not tweeting out and being a part of social media even at its infancy to allow yourself to grow like that toronto maple leafs uh no the media speculation over him they would have quieted him immediately Arizona allowed him to grow and become who he was. And he learned how to get on the radio here with Bob Heathouse and all of the things that allowed him to be Biz Nasty 2.0. What would Spit and Chicklets be without that? Well, I'm pretty sure the, like he talked about this before, the origin of Biz Nasty 2.0 is because one of the teams he was with before, like were getting upset with him being on social. And so he basically shut down his Twitter shutdown. And the Coyotes allowed allowed it. So then he brought it back as as Biz Nasty 2.0. So he might not be Biz. And I wonder where he would be. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's weird to think about. Mechanical engineering degree from Stanford? Mm, no. Sorry, Biz. Sorry, Biz. Oh, man. Um, what else? Would the LA Kings have rolled over wow. in the Western Conference Final in 2012 to go to the Stanley Cup? Or yeah. would they have been stopped by a different opponent? Yeah, I don't know. By the Albuquerque Sun Devils? <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, you really don't know if, if getting over on... on if If... if the Coyotes aren't there in 2012. Chicago wins the first round because Chicago is fire because Mike Smith wouldn't have been playing in Arizona. Chicago gets over. It's Chicago, L.A. You're still talking Kane and Taves in their heyday. Chicago gets over, wins another cup, and L.A. is still sitting there. And guess what? No Dustin Brown statue. Wow. So it's, it's part of the follow. To which a lot of people here might have been upset about because someone in the chat said that they would still be a Kings fan if, if the Coyotes had never come. And so, and if the Coyotes never came, you have to wonder if the Golden Knights would have ever came Ooh. without the Southwest. Wow. And then would everyone in this region just all be Kings fans? Could be. That's a nightmare. That yeah. is a nightmare. I, um, I'm glad, though, that, I, that we did down the rabbit hole that that Dustin Brown would not have a statue. Yeah, that's, so one, that, that's that, the that's, one thing. So far, that's a, one of the, one the, of the silver linings. Yeah. Um, but then it, it goes against it because everyone would be an LA Kings fan. So yeah. it kind of double-edged sword. Um, I'll text an- back. Another text. one. Yes. What's another one? Shane Doan. I mean, he Who? is obviously the most iconic, legendary coyote there ever was. Um, a big part of it had to do with his loyalty to this franchise. Does that same thing happen if this team was somewhere like Minnesota? Does he stay there his whole career? The thing about that makes Shane Doan so special for me, I think, is because he's been so involved in a grassroots level of, of growing hockey in the Valley. And... Does he have that same opportunity in a market like Minnesota where they already have high school or like high school hockey and hockey grassroots already? Does Shane Doan still have that impact? Does he still have that legacy? What does Shane Doan's path look like with no Coyotes? Yeah, I think one of the things when you talk about Shane Doan, the impact he's had here, not just on hockey, but a community and grassroots and what he has done. He is still the face of Arizona hockey and he hasn't played for years and he's still the guy. I don't know if he would have had that same impact because Minnesota's had guys before. They've had players that have been the face of Minnesota hockey. But I do think, knowing what kind of a person and a human being Shane Doan is, he still would have been Shane Doan. And I still think his loyalty to a franchise would have been the same. I still think he would have finished his career as a Minnesota Jet or whatever the team would have been. This is prior to the Wild between the North Stars and the Wild. He would have finished his career in Minnesota. I think his personality and his impact would have been the same because of who he is. And I think Shane Doan would have been, right now, he would be the general manager of the Minnesota Wild after finishing his entire career representing representing Minnesota. He would be the team's new general manager and guiding them 
towards a playoff berth and eventually a Stanley Cup. I love that no matter what, Shane Doan still still has an amazing legacy. You don't change the man. Can I put a crazy thought on your head? The Minnesota Golden Gophers first line of Matthew Nyes, Logan Cooley, and Josh Doan. Yep. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Josh Doan, I mean, I'm sure Josh Doan still grows up to play and love hockey. Sure. But if we already established there's no ASU, so he probably would go to his hometown, Minnesota. Can you imagine? It would have been... Oh, that line was already Cooley, Nyes, and oh my goodness. Cooley, Nyes, and Doan? Wow. Cooley, Nyes, and Doan, all three guys who d- don't, well, like, I mean, no Nyes, actually, because there yeah, would be no, no Nyes in this. There is so no I guess it'd be Snuggerud, right? Yeah, Snuggerud. Yeah, Snuggerud. Oh, man. Um, we have a $5 super chat from Altex. Welcome back, by the way. It's been a while. If the Coyotes never happened, I would have never developed a love for the ultimate goat, Zach Cassian. Hope that isn't annoying yet. LOL. It's not annoying. <laughs> it's and not you're annoying. right. There where, where would he thing. be? Where, where would Zach be? Where, where would, would Zach he be? We did not follow that no. train of thought. Would he still be in? <laughs> we didn't. Are there other... A healthy scratch for the Oilers? <laughs> yeah, he probably would be because I don't know who would have picked up his con- contract. Are there other hockey... Oh, the Tucson Roadrunners. Tucson Roadrunners. What would happen to the Tucson They're Roadrunners? They're not in Tucson. They're not in Tucson. Yeah, that, that whole division. Honestly, does that whole division even happen without the Coyotes? Does the whole Pacific Division of the American Hockey League even happen? Because we already said there's a chance that there is no Vegas Golden Knights and the desert doesn't happen. So is there Henderson? Is there Stockton? Is there Ontario Reign? Does that division exist? I don't know. But I know one thing. The TCC would not have no. the Roadrunners. You know what the TCC <laughs> would have, Leah? Because you've been there. The Gem Show. The Gem Show. It already has the Gem Show. And it would still but that's have. all it would have. It would still have yeah. the Gem Show. Yeah, and that there not being a team in Tucson has a direct impact on me, which we will get to yes, later, later. Um, and many others, yes. obviously. Can but. I interest you in an AHL team in Bemidji? Oh, buddy. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Um, yeah, exactly. Love the this AB in the chat. Don Maloney would have opened a sandwich shop called Don, Don Baloney in Scottsdale. <laughs> I actually like that. Don Baloney's. I like it. I'm in. So you got to text him that. Pitch him. Would yeah. you spell it b- like Bologna, Bologna still or would you spell yeah, it no, B-O- that's, with that's... a Y? Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's more it's of a play clever. on the name if you spell it with a Y. Yeah, it's things to think See, about. that's marketing. That's a guy that went to school. Yeah, he did go marketing. Um, and that brings us to, to Glendale. Obviously, you know, we talk a lot about the Caddies ending up in Glendale. But if you go to Westgate now, I mean, everything is centered around. Well, this gets us to the... That that building. Oh, you're so smart. Yeah, the and building. It, Westgate. All Westgate that. was literally constructed around the hockey rink. The hockey rink. If not for the hockey rink, like, they would not have. Literally, and you and I were both there in the days where it was yes. a dirt lot and the arena, 100%. and there was like that, that was little miniature um thing in like oh, the yeah, lobby like of the arena front, that you can see what it's going to be. It was, and it, obviously, was it didn't be end up being quite that, but but it was close. There's apartments, hotels. There's hotels. There's shopping. State Farm Stadium. State Farm Stadium is there. And here's what Glendale would be if it kind so, of So with Glendale, Super Bowls, you got the Fiesta Bowl, you got all those major events, you have shopping, hotels, et cetera, et cetera. It would still be farmland that smelled like cows. <laughs> Sorry, Glendale. <laughs> Sorry, Glendale. Truth. But lucky for us, there's more in Glendale than just that. What um, else is in Glendale? The Bet MGM Sportsbook. Buddy, we're going there Friday. Which wouldn't be there if not would for not the coyotes. coyotes. Just saying. Wouldn't be there. I know... The Cardinals are there and people could come in here Wouldn't and be say, there. Oh, the Cardinals would still be there. I don't know. Or the I don't Cardinals think they would be following in the Coyotes footsteps. I, I don't think there's a sports district there. If not. For the yeah. Players. So I don't, 
we're lucky because we get BetMGM, the sports book, out in Glendale. And we will be there this Friday all day long. We are broadcasting our shows live. Live. All day, you and I. Fire. I love it there. We'll be there. And um, stick around because that night we have our Knockout Nights Cornhole Tournament at BetMGM. Or if you can only come to that, we would love to have you. It's going to be so much fun. You were there last time. I was time. there last time. And then this couple, and I don't know, I'm sure they're listening because they, well, they're not listening. But they were, they were ringers so i'm i'm assuming they will be there's a husband and wife team and they were ringers and i assume they'll be there tonight so we need some a-list cornholios there tonight because tonight is friday night oh it's friday well yeah. yeah friday be there friday because the competition just like some of the ad reads we do keep getting stiffer and stiffer as this goes on <laughs> Um, first Friday of every month, there's going to be food and beverage specials, giveaways, bet and jam prizes. Um, and like I said, shows on site beforehand. So stop by. And also today is Wednesday. So make sure you log into bet MGM to claim your bonus bet. Um, they expire after 72 hours. Now is the perfect time. You can get them in before the NBA final and the NHL final kickoff. Um, and if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use the bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience, you'll get up to $100 in bonus bets on your first wager with BetMGM. Again, make sure you use the bonus code PHNX. Check out the show notes for full details. And now you can listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. We have a new sponsor. That is awesome. And I'm really excited about this I am one. too, because I actually saw one in the office. Today. Yeah. We, I've seen one in the office. I've seen one actually in Mike Luke's background, if you ever tune into oh, the AZ Wildcats podcast. Yeah. Um, Saturday Neon. It's fantastic. The, what a cool thing. Everybody should check it out right now. SaturdayNeon.com. It's a company started by two friends and former college roommates, um, and they make officially licensed collegiate logo LED neon signs i think a neon sign is such a fun look for sure um and if you're looking to you know spruce up your house yeah. your your man cave your office whatever yeah. it is check out saturday neon um they're made with high quality materials they're backed by a two-year warranty they're shipped with everything you need to mount um, power and dim so every sign in or every sign is easy to install and operate and with Father's Day coming up, it's a really great cool. gift for Father's Day. Um, so if like, your dad is a yep. big fan of a collegiate sports team, check out Saturday Neon. Right now, you can go to SaturdayNeon.com and use code PHNX for 10% off your order today. Free shipping for orders over $200. And not kidding. It's cool. Like It's right we above have our one beer in our fridge. Office now. It's, it's like really new. Cool. As la like and it is last the week perfect accoutrement for um, <laughs> a man cave. It really is. Really is. Or so your sports viewing room. Out. All right, let's continue on the impact. We are in our coyote-less world right now. Um, and let's talk about the impact on the community, community. Um, and local hockey. And I want to start with something somebody said earlier in the chat. There would be no ice den. Well, let's, let's go to the ice den. Because the ice den built, a, back in when it was built in the early 2000s, actually right at 99-2000, when you go to build, the, the, there was literally nothing there. There was no bounce house. There was no gas station. There was nothing. I mean, the, the, the 51 didn't go that far. The 51 ended at Shea. There was no 101 yet. That didn't exist. It was nowhere. So let's go to the, the ice den if we have the ice den. Because the ice den now is the practice <laughs> facility of the Coyotes, whereas really we got all the youth hockey, skating, all the things would be fantastic. 
What would be there instead? Probably another Circle K. Another Circle K because <laughs> because they are literally everywhere. Might be because the bounce house would have would have sprouted up eventually. There would be another Circle K. So you're right. The ice den would not exist as we know it today, and 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 that's where the impact of of the community really starts to take shape because. If there's no ice, then where are kids going to play? And that's the thing. And I want to talk about youth hockey because you look at the growth of youth hockey in the state since the Coyotes arrived 27 years ago. And I remember actually last summer we had Josh Stone and Matthew Nyes on our show and they were running their own hockey camp and we were talking to them about what it was like when they were growing up, like young kids here in the Valley, um, how they were, you know, they were trying to hodgepodge together, put together teams. And now you go and there's wait lists and like they yeah. can't make enough teams to fill to fill elite. like they need more and they need more ice. Um, I think Arizona has like the biggest hockey player to rank ratio in the U.S. or something like that. Um, and that's all because of the influence of the Coyotes. And I think one of the things about the Coyotes is there's a lot of bandwagon fans here. And we see it even in cities like Florida. I mean, obviously, the fans are showing out um, for this playoff run, but you get it in on a lot of these southern markets because there's a lot of snowbirds here. But the problem is it takes time to establish fandom. So like a team like Toronto, let's just say, they've been around since the 1900s. So that's multiple generations of fandom. My aunt in Toronto, who's like in her late 60s as a fan of the Leafs because my grandma was and because my great grandma was and all that stuff. The Coyotes have only been around for 27 years, but now we're starting to see that first generation of fans, which is actually kind of my age group and a little bit older. And now their kids are going to grow up Coyotes fans rather than like if I moved here, which I did move here from Toronto, but like, you know, I'm a Coyotes fan. So I'm going to make sure my kids are Coyotes fans and they're going to grow up Coyotes fans and it's only going to grow and grow and grow. And maybe they're going to be interested in playing hockey. Mm -hmm. All those things don't happen if the Coyotes aren't here. 100%. And there's some numbers to back up the influence of the Coyotes. Um, First of all, in charitable work. So from 2013 to 2018, the Coyotes donated 2,100 sets of hockey equipment to youth, adult, special needs, and sled hockey programs. They also donated $300,000 to local rinks and more than 12,000 jerseys to hockey programs across the state. Um, Their involvement in the community led Arizona to be ranked second among NHL markets in total growth percentage over a five-year span and first in total percentage growth for female hockey players. Um, And that's something we've talked a lot about with the Kachinas, yeah. and none of this happens without, without the Without And you look at, I think you need, that. there are, they're trying to get hockey started, and we talked about Albuquerque before in Jess, but they're trying to do hockey, but it's it's hard. You, you need that, not only need the financial support, you need people to be involved in the sport and be interested in the sport to make this happen. We talked about high school hockey in Arizona, who I'm a big supporter of and I follow closely. Arizona high school hockey absolutely would not exist. And to no. your point, they have waiting lists now. Yeah. And they played their high school state championship at the mall last year. How much that has grown again, all because of the coyotes. But you look at youth hockey without this, that doesn't exist. Those kids are not playing hockey. There is no, we talked about Matthew Nyes and Austin Matthews. There are no hockey programs here. And you look, and I've got the slide to DP, the one with the youth hockey. There are right now, you look at the Kachina program is nationally recognized. The Bobcats have won national championships. The junior coyotes are recognized nationally, but not just those elite programs. There's so many kids that are just learning how to play hockey and development programs that they have at all of the arenas in town that kids are getting the opportunity to play the sport that all of us here love. And that doesn't happen without the coyotes. If they're not here, they're playing soccer, they're golfing, they're playing baseball, but they're not playing hockey. No. 
Yeah. There would still be some, just like there are in markets, non-traditional hockey markets, without NHL teams, obviously. People would still play hockey, but it, it wouldn't be the same, and maybe they wouldn't have the resources. And you're not getting guys like Matthews and Nyes um, to come out of it. You're yeah. just not. Um, maybe eventually, but having an NHL team in a in a city, I mean, it it has a huge trickle-down effect. And, you know, a lot of it, we got to acknowledge, obviously, the work Matt Shot has yeah. done, um, the work Lindsey Fry has done. And this is, I feel like with the youth hockey and the girls hockey, like we're just at the precipice yep. of this taking off. And that's what I think when people, this is why I get frustrated when people come in our, our chat or on Twitter or whatever and say, just move the team, just move the team. Like it's, it's so easy to say that, but what we're talking about now, like what you would be taking away from that, if you moved this team, like it has a huge trickle down effect yeah. on people and, and their lives and their livelihoods and their passions. Um, yeah. And we're just, we're really lucky to have, you know, such a great hockey youth hockey programs here in Arizona. And that's the reason why, you know, unfortunately, I mean, in the Ted, they were going to have the main rink and the practice rink and that would have added two more ice sheets. Yeah. So fingers crossed they get something done. Obviously, we're keeping up to date with whatever happens. We will find out hopefully soon. Um, and hopefully it's a couple more ice sheets in the Valley because, frankly, there needs to be more. Oceanside just got knocked down. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just not enough ice sheets even to keep up with the demand for hockey. Like, you go to the ice you go to the ice, and at midnight there's people playing hockey. Yep. Um, so we should talk about the beer league aspect yeah. um you had didn't you have a slide on, i do on have a beer league because <laughs> we talked about the youth hockey but it's the same with adult hockey and, and and i know there are adult hockey leagues in all the arenas in town and i like to call them beer leagues because that's what they are there are people enjoying the sport for the love of the sport and we've got plenty of people that follow Rhonda pearson in in listens to us all the time yeah. she's an avid player in these adult leagues and jackson jackson plays there's so many people because of again the ranks that are here because the coyotes are here and people like to gather together and play a sport they love without that the adult beer leagues do not exist and what would we have just beer just beer (laughs) which is great which is good on its own but just beer there there's no beer leagues there's just beer just beer um yeah it's just really crazy to think about um just all of this um we have a super chat from brady said i became a fan while visiting my grandparents who wintered near fashion mall in the 90s i still live out of state but they're my squad like none you what what team would you be cheering for if you if the guys were never here and you didn't see them when you came yeah brady i'm curious where you live by the way um but that's that's crazy we like we meet people we met people at the draft last year um who live in kitchener ontario mm-hmm. who are coyotes fans because they watch them on tv and you know what they love the kachina yeah. and that's why they cheer yeah. for this team um what would have happened with jeremy roenick what would happen with timo solani like there's just so many crazy questions um to to i don't know yeah. unravel there's so much and then the other person i want to acknowledge is the accardo family and leighton accardo and what the coyotes you know did for her in the final you know years of her too young life but the impact that she gave in return yeah. to the hockey community to the coyotes like yeah and what she's been able to do in, in her memory to to yeah like the 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 money that they've raised the interest and the and the the awareness that that lady nicardo and her legacy has been able to give doesn't exist without her being an inspiration to this hockey team and I, i'll be honest I, I think i've mentioned this before i was there the day that she came in and told the team she was terrified and rick talkett said well do you have any any words to say to the team and she was all nervous and she said 
skate hard, have fun. And it was, it became the, the, the mantra for that team for the, the remainder of the season. And, and I think without that connection between um, the team and Leighton, I think that, that, that legacy would have been different. Yeah. So we're, yeah. we're all blessed because of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really beautiful. Um, Brady said, I'm in Kansas, Kansas City. City. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Boy. Brady. Sorry, Brady. Keep your quarterback. Maybe that's where they'd be away. Yeah, keep that quarterback. <laughs> and Tim. Yes, it is Tim. We met Tim at the draft in Montreal. Um, and also ran into Tim at multiple Tim Hortons. Very unplanned, by the way. Um, but any other... Any other no, local community uh, good. impacts? All right. Um, well, we're going to move on to what we would all be doing. And I would like the chat to contribute to this as well. Um, but before we get there, I don't know. Maybe I would have never lived here. And if I never lived here, still, still. But where would I have gotten my furniture, PD, if I wasn't uh, in I, I don't know. I, I don't know either. Um, we are so lucky that we have more furniture here in the Valley because not only do they have great deals on awesome awesome furniture but they have white glove delivery um so stress-free delivery <laughs> um of of all your furniture which is so great for me i am not a builder i do not like to put things together no um so i like that they just yeah. they just bring it and it's set up set exactly up. where i need it to be um so you can save big on the best furniture in the valley when you head to morefurniture.com that's m-o-r furniture.com also, it's you know it's it's hot, it's sunny. Yeah, I've been outside. We, yes, and I who I might be on a road crew or something or landscaping crew, so I might really need to protect my eyes. Yeah, listen, the sun's no joke here in Arizona. Um, so make sure you check out Shady Rays, and I can't think of a better time to check out Shady Rays, especially because it's sunny every goddamn day. And here. it's Father's Day too. How about how about I Shady mean, Rays for Father's let's Day? Let's just plug some. But whose dad does not want Shady Rays? Literally, um, Shady Rays. They have amazing, amazing sunglasses. Seriously, like they have styles for everyone. I love my Shady Rays. I know you have my, them. I know yep, Sean has them. Car. We yep. all have them here. We yep. all wear them. Yep. I literally wear mine every single day. Um, they they look like designer sunglasses, but for a fraction of the price. Um, so make sure you check out Shady Rays. And I believe today is the last day to take advantage of the Memorial Day sale. So if you're listening on Wednesday, go to ShadyRays.com and get 35% off all sunglasses. I mean... That's a banging deal. And like PD said, get it in time for Father's Day or just treat yourself. Um, you can try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. And if you don't love it, they'll eat 30 days to send it back yep. for free. So check out Shady Rays. We love them. Um, and uh, Use that code. PHNX. Use that code. PHNX. All right. Let's talk about what we would be doing because clearly we would not be sitting here right now. No. I would have never known you. I don't know if I don't think I'd no. be working at P like PHNX would probably. Still I was going to say I feel like especially with us being the second all city market, they would not have come to a city without four. four I, I, yeah, majors. I think you're probably right. So PHNX would. There's no shot. This would. Yeah. I, I don't think it's second. I, I don't. I, I still think it would ultimately be because of the sports market with the Cardinals and the you know the Suns and the Diamondbacks and the colleges here. I think it ultimately would have been on the all city list. I don't know if it would have been second. So what the heck would we all be doing? Well, let's take a look. All right. Who should we start with? Well, the one's last. The one by himself is last. Yeah. So let's, let's see start what with it... the three of us that are here actually working today. <laughs> so I'd probably be a regional manager of Lululemon. And that's probably close to true. Yeah. Because I, was, you were... I was working at Lululemon before this. Um, and I probably would have stayed there. I really, at the time when I got the call about this job, I was chugging along. 
Um, and I'd probably still You'd be, be in the corporate world at yeah, Lululemon. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. Would we Regional get a manager's discount? a great gig. We couldn't even get a discount because we wouldn't know you. Exactly. And like, how would I educate you yeah, on... Wouldn't know. PD asked me a Lululemon All question like once a All week. I oh. still got my knowledge. The only Lululemon I own is because of PD. Yes. So I wouldn't own my Fire. favorite plain pants that I will yes, be wearing this Friday night. Pants, by the way. I wouldn't yeah. have them without PD. And for me, when I moved to this wonderful state of arizona i was in the hotel business and i literally tried to get in jobs in the strip in vegas first I, that's true i interviewed at every hotel in the phoenix metro again true story and the same week that i got the job with the arizona coyotes i got two hotel <gasps> jobs in the same week and i accepted them both i accepted three jobs and <laughs> i accepted three jobs in two days and that is 100 percent true i would be either assistant manager or i'd be the overnight clerk and the overnight clerk because you don't have to deal with people yeah. and now like you don't have to see anybody so the funny thing is, is obviously i'll get to mine in a second but in real life i was working in hotels before yeah. i came out here um and i did come out here to tour asu for grad school and i considered working at the, ho the hotel out here so there is a scenario in which p and i still run into each other <laughs> yes working in the hotel because business. you're in this valley turns out tourism is a big deal i would eventually and there was absolutely no doubt because i took the job in tourism before phnx ever existed and i could still be working in a hotel to this day dp I made yours in a little bit of jest because I don't think you'd really be doing that. I have thought you might be a tour guide at the Phoenix Zoo for the koala exhibit because I know how much you love koalas. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I um, I wouldn't be doing that. I, I honestly wouldn't mind working at a zoo though. It would be fun. Literally, I just I went to the World the Wildlife Zoo um two weekends ago. Time of my life. Loved it. Yeah. Loved it. So that's what the three of us would do, be doing. Um, Kenny said PD would be a stock boy at Fry's. I think I think PD would be a little bit um, I might. better I, than that. Yeah. I, but I could see myself retiring and doing that. 100%. Just for the social aspect? 100%. Yeah. that could be fine, but probably. For the social not. aspect? Yeah, PD's nightmare. Yeah, that would be. You know how much I Well, that's why, that's why he's a stock boy. He goes when it's closed and he could just yeah, stock. Oh, stock, stock, stock I don't yet. know why I was actually, thinking. Actually, that's like, I was thinking bagger boy. Like the bagger guy. Yeah. But actually, no. Stalking. Stalking at night, I could do. I, I could totally see walk into like a, a fries or something and see PD in like an apron stocking yeah, produce. I could do that. I don't know if I, you want me bagging your groceries. No. So when I <laughs> yeah. so when I worked I at Lululemon, I did stocking and I was, I was there after before, hours. I literally left when the store opened. No it was people. The best. Yeah. Yeah. The best. And I just, just got to sign talk me to up. my friends. Um, I, but I, Oh, I was gonna say I, I could see a very Mr. Mosby, Zach and Cody type relationship between. You're 100 Mr. Mosby. Oh, 100 percent. No, no running in my sweet life. life. <laughs> the sweet life that would be it. And, and there, there, there is another member of our PHNX crew that is not here today. What would he be doing if there was no Coyote hockey? You know, I think he'd probably be doing the same thing. Local, he would be a local sports writer and reporter. They'd be covering breaking news and covering the sports of the Valley. He'd be trusted and followed by thousands. So basically the same. And I know we talked about whether or not they would still be in Glendale, but he might be working in Glendale still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But for the, yeah for the Cardinals. Living in Gilbert. So Craig Morgan would still be Craig Morgan and the minions would still be minions. He just wouldn't be covering hockey. Crazy. It's crazy. And, 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 and I know Leah, we, we've done all these scenarios. There is one more that we haven't touched on and that's the city of Tempe. Yeah. What would have happened to the city of Tempe and the west end of the Tempe Town Lake if the Coyotes had not moved here? Because for those that know, prior to the Coyotes moving to the valley, the west end of the Tempe Town Lake was literally a dumpster fire. Like literally a dumpster fire. Fair? Mm -hmm. 
literally a dumpster fire. If the coyotes did not move here, what would become of the west end of the Tempe Town Let's Lake? Let's take a look. Still a dump. Still a dump. Still a dump. Still a dump. <laughs> so literally no effect on Tempe. If it would be a dumpster fire still. Yep. So and as it will be for generations to come. Yep. Absolutely. Um, so, man, it's really just crazy to think about. Yeah, I didn't even think about PHNX not existing because I was thinking I got the call because of hockey, yeah. but would PHNX even have yeah. gotten the call? Um, love it. It would still be done. It would still be on fire. Yes. Yes. Um, and I do want to read a comment, if you don't mind scrolling up a little, Sean, from... Michael, um, I grew up in Niagara Falls, New York. Hockey's in my blood. When I moved here to Arizona a few years ago, the Yotes community has been huge in making Arizona feel like home. Um, I will I, say this. Hockey is a yeah. community where no matter where you go, hockey's a small community. And I agree. I think this, the hockey community here in Arizona may be smaller, but it sure is tight. And, yeah. and I, I appreciate the hockey community and what we've been able to do here at PHNX. I mean, I've talked about this exact thing, I feel like, before on the show. I'm obviously... Michael might not know, you know, from Buffalo, New York. So I, I feel <laughs> this. Um, and like, yeah, hockey's a big thing there. And when you leave, um, I feel like a lot of times when you leave places like that to go somewhere warmer, you're not expecting to have, like, in some sense, it's an even stronger community in, in a sport like hockey. And I feel like I definitely find that here. So it is, it would be very interesting for like all the snowbirds and stuff like that, how, how their lives yeah. would be down here. And listen, like, I've been a hockey fan my whole life. Um, and when I moved here, my mom's first job was with the Phoenix Coyotes. Yep. And she used to, it was just me and my mom. So she used to take me to all the weekend games. Like she'd yep. get a babysitter on the weeknights. I go to every weekend game. So I fell in love with the Coyotes by doing that. Um, and from the time I was in fourth grade, I was like, I want to work in hockey. I want to work in sports. That's how I decided to become a journalism major in school at U of A. Um, I interned for the Tucson Roadrunners. If that hadn't happened, would I have had the same like career opportunities that I do right now? I don't know. It's just crazy to think about even just that angle of it. But just to be like sappy, I guess, for a second. I Like I said, I've been a Coyote fan for years, but it's never felt so much like a community until we started doing this. And that's kind of a testament to the PHNX community and the PHNX diehards and our discord and the people that we've met at all of our events like it it feels like such a tight-knit community i've gotten to meet some incredible people i've met some of my closest friends like it's just amazing to think what the, the coyotes have provided in sense of community and what we get to have here and that's why when that vote failed and i was speechless for the first 20 minutes of our show is on the vote night is because yeah. I was thinking, what if this goes away? Yeah. And that's something again, that people who just say, move the team, they don't have, they don't stop and think about that impact and, and the impact on the community and the people that this is, this is the thing like life is hard. And sometimes sports is like the one thing people have to turn to, um, to find, you know, happiness and joy and passion and something to care about. Um, and we have that here. I know it's been a struggle with this team um, for many different reasons, but the people who are loyal to this team like deserve so much because this team has not made it easy to be a fan right. of. The people who are loyal to this team deserve to have a stable team with a winning product and nice, and I hope that we get there. Very well said. And I think what we should do is when this show is over, we need to send the link to Coyote's ownership and management because I think that sums up one of the reasons that they need to know and they need to be aware of how we all feel so that they continue to try to find an answer and a solution to staying here in the Valley. Yep. Absolutely. Um, and another big question, Petey, 
where, where would we buy merchandise if not like yeah Foco we, there would, would be would no coyotes. coyotes merchandise and no that, i'm sure that would be a, a hit for their business obviously yes. um check out foco basically if you're watching on youtube all the stuff behind us is from foco they have bobbleheads they have um licensed gear they they actually have like crocs but licensed for your favorite team um so check out foco they're amazing. Um, and they always have your back for Arizona sports. So you can get the best gear around by visiting foco.com and using code PHNX. And for all non presale items, you can use the promo code PHNX for 10% off. Um, literally some of my favorite bobbleheads, like those D backs ones over there. Yes. Unbelievable. They're all from Foco. Um, so be sure to check out Foco. Um, and be sure to check out Four Peaks, which by the way, Four Peaks has a beer league team. A be- don't they, they have do. a sponsored they team? do they do and they go against my son's gila monsters <laughs> often and they're they're a very good hockey team and they've a beer league team sponsored by a beer company phenomenal yeah amazing Fire. so i don't know if that would be a thing without I think the coyotes I don't know. um but four peaks they are they are the one thing that holds true no matter what um, yeah. and yeah. it's because they have the best beer in the valley and you can find it them wherever you buy your beer or you can check out the eighth street pub um, they have delicious food there as well so you can check out at four peaks brew or at four peaks pub to keep up with the latest at arizona's hometown brewery but you got to be 21 or older to drink four peaks and please drink responsibly brian said what if pd might be the goalie coach yeah. for the minnesota jets the minnesota jets wouldn't that be something the minnesota it could happen it was that close to and that's no joke that was really close to happening the minnesota jets instead of the arizona coyotes it was very very close so pd we've gone on this journey the it's a coyotes life yep. um and i think now we should come back down come back and and how the, the movie yeah. ends and george bailey ends up being the richest man in town and if you, by the way, if you've seen the movie and, and when they say the line, I told the Sylvia before, if you can get through the line to George Bailey, the richest man in town, if you can get through that moment without tearing up, you have no soul because that I, every year I've seen that movie a thousand times. I cry every time <laughs> that he's the richest man in town. But as everybody knows that has seen it, the last scene in the movie and we need the sound effect, Sean. Nope. That, that one. <laughs> Ready? <gasps> Daddy, teacher says that every time a bell rings, the coyotes get a new arena. <laughs> that's right. That's right, Zuzu. That's right. <laughs> and thus ends It's a Coyote's Life. Wow. I had a lot of fun with that. I did too. Man. I loved it. Thank so, you. Thank you for taking the journey down what would have happened without the coyotes absolutely and hopefully we never have to go on that path forward hopefully that was all just a imagined hindsight um but it just goes to show how important it is for hockey to be here for the coyotes to be here and we will continue to follow along on this arena journey that has been going on for the last 23 years so you know hopefully we'll have some closure one day and we will never have to imagine that world but it was kind of fun to go down those rabbit holes and we appreciate everybody for being here in the chat and commenting your thoughts um, live and please like this video if you're watching us on youtube and if you're listening on audio leave us a review and follow wherever you get your podcast if you're not so much a visual person you like to plug in your headphones go for a walk do errands we're on your audio podcasting apps as well. So anything else before we get out of I here? I think that's, uh, we got to start thinking about uh, Stanley Cup playoffs next. Yep. Yep. Lots going on still um, around the league. And yes, we will 
stay up to date on all the arena news um but as craig gavalance through yeah. france and europe but Unreal. you know we're holding it down we're yep. holding it down but everyone we appreciate you so much be sure to subscribe to the phnx sports youtube channel we're here live monday through friday every day at 11 a.m um so stay tuned you can hit the notification bell so you never miss when we go live either and uh, be sure to follow us on twitter you can follow craig's european adventures at craig s morgan you can follow pd back in the desert at yep. peter talking follow me at Liam Merrill, I don't really have anything going on. I got a cavity filled yesterday. Yeah, that was fun. I didn't tweet about it though. No. But there you go. Uh, you can follow Sean at Sean underscore to pause. You can follow the show at PHNX underscore coyotes. Thank you, everyone. We finally hit five thousand followers. Awesome. Um, but keep sharing the show with your friends and family. Keep sharing the Twitter with your friends and family. We appreciate this community so, 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 so much. Have a great rest of your Wednesday, everybody. And we'll see you on Thursday.